0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 8th, 2024. Listen, what we do on today's word is we gather around the scripture every morning. We are a Grace Life family. Many of us watch live, some of us watch later, but for those of us that watch live, we gather around the word of God. We support one another in the comments and in the chat, and uh, we pray for one another, and then we learn from the word of God daily. I'm teaching a series, uh, about fixed purpose. I'm teaching a series about how to live your life with a laser focus on the fixed purpose that we believe that God already has for 2024. The title of today's message is the Kairos call. Put that in the chat. The Kairos call. Kairos is K A I R O S. That's a Greek word. We're going to deal with that today. The Kairos call chosen for such a time as this. Put in the chat I was chosen for such a time as this. So get ready to receive. I want you to open up your heart to receive what God is about to release in your life. All right. So the Kairos call, I'm going to explain to you what the word, the Greek word Kairos means, uh, but it has to do with God's timing. Put in the chat, God's timing and how you are specifically assigned to this planet for this particular time and this particular era. So I want you to open up your heart to know that God's grace is on you for such a time as this. Before I get into the message, let me just say this. Yesterday, I just want to give you somewhat of a testimony. Yesterday, um, on today's word, I told you that I was preaching at a prayer breakfast. And this is a prayer breakfast at a company called Worldwide Technology. And Jay Santiago is watching. Jay was with me there. And so uh, many years ago, we started uh, a prayer, like a uh, a group of folks would come together at Worldwide during the global sales meeting and just pray. When I joined they asked me to share the word and 12 people showed up. This was 2015, no, 2016. And in 2016, 12 of us showed up. Uh, we prayed, I shared the word. And then the next year uh, we announced it, made it more, you know, kind of publicized it. And it grew to about 100. And then the next year there was like 350 people there. And and um, and this was before COVID. When that last event before COVID, B.B. Winans ministered in music. God gave me a word to preach uh, it was a tremendous uh, impact, but then then the pandemic came. So when the pandemic came, we transitioned to a biweekly uh, prayer call where we've been doing uh, a prayer call every two weeks for the last four years, at, 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 and I'm still part of that at Worldwide Technology, and sharing the word of God at work. And then yesterday, the first sales meeting since the pandemic, uh, by the grace of God, I was able to be there. B.B. Winans was there again. There was a lady named Margaret Bell. Margaret Bell ministered. And B.B. Wine is ministered in music and then God allowed me to share the word. It was a tremendous blessing. I'm sharing that with you to tee up the fact that I know that I'm called within my sphere of influence. I'm called for such a time as this and I'm called to go in and out of all types of arenas. I preach the word of God in corporate settings. I preach the word of God in corporate America. I preach the word of, I preach in tents. I preach in dining facilities. You know what I'm saying? I preach everywhere. So God has graced me to go wherever God has graced me to go. And then what I do is I minister according to the way that God has graced me. And you should do the same thing. You have to embrace your divine assignment and and just be who it is that God has called you to be because you were born for such a time as this. All right. So now with that said, now we can go ahead uh, and get into the word of God for this morning. So Proverbs chapter four and verse 25, it says this, set your gaze on the path before you. With fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. As a believer this year, what we're going to be doing all year, I'll be te- I'm going to teach you a bunch of different ways to set your gaze on the fixed purpose that we believe that God has for us for 2024. And we will not be moved. Put in the chat, I will not be moved. I will not be distracted. I will not be dissuaded in any way. I'm not going to move, neither to the left nor to the right. I'm going to be locked in on what I believe to be God's fixed purpose for this particular season. This is a scripture I'm adding to it for today. First Peter chapter one, verses 18 through 20 from the New Living Translation says this, for you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life that you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with gold or silver. No, these, those things lose their value. Actually, God paid for you. God paid a ransom for you with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, his own son, the Lamb of God that was spotless and sinless. Verse 20 says, God chose him, Jesus, to be your ransom long before the world began. But now in these last days, he was revealed for your sake. So the point that I brought up when I brought up the scripture at the beginning of the year was that the Bible says that the Lamb of God was slain from the foundations of the world, but he wasn't revealed from the foundations of the world. He came at just the right time. So, in like fashion, God made plans for you from the foundations of the world, but God didn't send you to this planet from the foundations of the world. God sent you at just the right time. So put in the chat, God sent me to this planet at just the right time. So we got to know that we are here for God's purpose, God's plan, and within God's timing. So, what does this is mean for you today? I have three things to share with you this morning. I'm excited about these three things. Open up your heart to receive. You ready? Three things. Number one, here we go. Understanding your divine selection. You got to understand the fact, say this, I was divinely selected by God. God chose you before the world began. So God's plan for us, you and I, was established before the creation of the world, reminding us that our lives are not random occurrences. Actually, our lives are part of God's eternal plan, God's grand design, right? So I'm not here as a random occurrence. I'm not just here because my mother fell in love with my father. No, I'm here because God wanted me here for, for such a time as this. So the text that we're looking at today, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 through 20, teaches us that the sacrifice of Jesus, the fact that Jesus, the Lamb of God was slain from the foundations of the world, is telling us that the sacrifice of Jesus was planned before the world began, but the Father sent the Son to this planet at just the right time. So just as Jesus was deployed to this planet at just the right time, my existence, your existence in this era, put, put in the chat, I have a grace for this era. I have a grace for this generation. This is my season. This is my time. This is not a, a, um, a random act. Once again, you are not here by chance. You were here by God's choice. This was God's intentional decision. So our what? And our when were determined by God before we were born. Let me say that again. My what, what God called me to do. My when, when God sent me to this planet, were determined by God before the world began. So we must acknowledge our predestined purpose. We must grasp the fact that, that we are part of a, a larger narrative, that we are part of a greater story. My, put in the chat, my life is about something that's bigger than just me. So when I understand that my life is about something that's bigger than just me and my, my assignment is bigger than just like, for example, when God told us to start Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries, it wasn't for us. It was for all the lives that we're going to impact. Right. It, when God told us uh, or if God told you to connect with a, a business that, that you're assigned to. It's not about just so you could get a paycheck. No, there's an assignment for you in that business. When God told us to start a business, it wasn't just to make money. No, it's to, to impact lives and to advance the kingdom and to raise resources to fund kingdom projects. So you got to think that your, your, your life is part of a, of a greater narrative, right? So when you live with the revelation that your life is not your own, when you live with the revelation that God made plans for me before the world began, you're living with a level of intentionality that that is uncommon in this world. You are aligning your actions, your decisions, and your aspirations with God's plan. Say that. I'm aligning my actions, my decisions, and my aspirations with God's plan. I'm aligning every aspect of my life with what I believe to be the plan of God for 2024 and beyond. I only want what God wants. I only seek to do what God, I believe, is leading me to do. So when you understand your divine selection it then helps you to live a life of faith where where you're locking in and believing that what God is leading you to do is already done and you're seeking to manifest the destiny that God planned for you before the world began. So when you are aware of the fact that you are chosen, say I'm chosen, when you are aware of the fact that you are chosen by God, you live your life with a sense of duty and a sense of privilege, knowing that you are walking out God's destiny for your life. So I have a duty to do it, and it's a privilege to do it. I have a duty to do it, but it's an honor to do it. I get to do, I get to do for example, today's word. God told me in December of 1997 to do today's word. And 27, 26 plus years later, this is year number 27, I'm still doing it. And it's a duty, but it's also a privilege. It's an honor. I get, This is not just something I've got to do. This is actually something I get to do. Why? Because God wanted me to do it, and I'm doing it in God's name, and I'm doing it for God's glory. And so when you know that you are called to do something, you it's a duty, but it's also a privilege. Say amen to that. All right, number two, the timing of our deployment on this planet was intentional. Put in the chat, say, say this, God's timing in my life is intentional. So God sent us to this planet, and he did so at just the right time. So just as Jesus was sent to this planet at the perfect time, my arrival, your arrival on this planet was part of God's overall plan and design, and it happened at just the right time. So our presence here is not an accident. It's a strategic placement by God, Sending you and I to this planet, where he sent us, when he sent us, how he sent us, all of that are aspects of God's kingdom agenda. Let me, let me talk about Kairos now, because I put it in the title. The concept of Kairos moments, when you understand that there are these Kairos moments, it applies to scripture, it, are, it also applies to my life and your life. Let me explain. Kairos, K-A-I-R-O-S, is a Greek word that means the right, critical, or opportune moment. The right, the critical, or opportune moment. It differs from the other word for time uh, in Greek, which is chronos. Chronos is another word for time in Greek, but chronos uh, deals with chronology or things happening in sequence. So kairos is not a just, it's not about sequence. Kairos is more about this is an opportune, this is a divine ordained moment. This is the right time. It sign it signifies a moment in time that is packed with purpose, a moment in time where it is an opportune moment, a divine assignment, a divine appointment for God's will to be manifested. Oh my God, not just the chronology, not just the passing of time, but divine moments of time, kairos moments. In the New Testament, kairos is often used to describe the appointed time in the purpose of God. Like for example, in Mark chapter one and verse 15, when Jesus announced, The kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus was saying, hey, this is the right time. This is the, the Kairos moment for the kingdom of God to be manifested. It is an opportunity. It is a season that is divinely orchestrated. It is a divine appointment. It's a divine moment. It's a divine time. I'm telling you that you watch this. This you. This is your Kairos moment. This is your Kairos season. God sent you to this planet with intentionality. When you embrace your role, you know that you are called for this generation, that, that you are called for this particular season, that you are not born born in any other generation and and, in any other era. Put in the chat, this is my era. This is my season. This is my time. This is my turn. My life is divinely orchestrated. God wants to use us and God wants to use us now. Say now, but put in the chat, just say now, put now in the chat. So God's timing for our deployment, God sent us to this planet at just the right time. It underscores the, the, the importance of you and I making the most of those Kairos moments, of the importance of you and I seizing every opportunity, knowing that our actions in those divine moments have eternal significance. Our generation is facing unique challenges, but also unique opportunities. God has equipped us to navigate these particular seasons and these particular times. God sent us to this planet during the time of AI. God sent us to this planet during the time uh, where 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 technology, the evolutions of technology continue to evolve at a, at a faster pace and you have the grace for it. Put in the chat, say, I have the grace for it. This is your season and this is your time. So when you live with an understanding of God's timing, you want to, you have like, this urgency that I need to make the most of of this moment. I need to make the most of God's purpose. I need to make the most of every opportunity. Why? Because this is my season and this is my time and this is my turn. Say amen to that. All right. Number three, last point for today. Embrace your divine moment in history. Put in the chat. Say, I embrace my divine moment in history. I want you to embrace the fact that this is your moment in history. This is your era. Understand that God deployed you to this planet for such a time as this. God deployed you to this planet at just the right time. And when you understand that, you live your life with passion and you live your life with purpose. You're not here by accident. You're here because the timing was right. The timing was right on God's calendar. God had a spot on the calendar and on his calendar from the foundations of the world. It said July 25th, 1972, Rick Pina, you're going to be born. And so God ordained me, God ordained you, and it was for this particular season. God sent me, God gave me a grace for this particular generation, for this particular era. He did the same for you. So there are unique challenges in this era. Like I talked about technological advancement, uh, social media, global connectivity, the shift in culture, right? All of that requires a certain level of grace. Do you remember like those of us that are old enough to remember like long distance calls? I mean, like when I was growing up, I couldn't just call my cousins whenever I want, right? Because that was, that was long distance. We didn't have that kind of money, you know what I'm saying? Do you remember like, I mean, these kids now, they play with people all over the world on, on a video game. Like the, the connectivity is just instantaneous, right? Do you remember where we actually had to play outside? We had to play tag, you know what I'm saying? And and our mama didn't know where we were. There was no no cell phones, no 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 trackers, no GPS locations, none of that. We would just—I'd be like, "Hey, mom, I'm gone Saturday morning. I leave in the morning. I come back late at night. I've been playing all day, you know." And so, and so, but but now you say, "Well, now it's different." Okay, fine. Well, you had a grace for that time. You have a grace for this time. What well, I know it's different now. Uh, but but you have the grace for it. You you were sent to this planet at just the right time. You 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 are the modern day Daniel. You are the modern-day Esther. You are the modern-day Joseph. The favor of God is on you for this particular season and this particular time. I know that today's society is different, and I know that there's complexities with today's society, and you can say all of this stuff about technology and how it's impacted, and people are so connected. They're all on email. Everybody's looking at their phone. All, okay, fine, but you have the grace for it. You have the grace for it. You have the grace to embrace it. Like in my case, I use all of this technology for the kingdom of God, to advance the word of God. Are there people that that that... Are using technology and they use it the wrong way? Absolutely. But I'm going to use it for God's glory. Listen, the stakes in this season are high. The global church uh, is seeing a stark decline in most areas. A lot of segments of the global church, you're seeing a decline uh, uh, in attendance. You're seeing the moral compass of many countries go astray. You're seeing people just do all kinds of things that are not like God, things that would never have been accepted 20, 30, 40 years ago are being accepted by society today. That means what? That you have the grace to be light and soft, that, that you're supposed to be holy because God is holy. You're not supposed to just embrace the world and act like the world. You're not. The church should look like a club. I'm not going to go there, but I'm just saying, like, the church shouldn't be a nightclub. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to look like the world. You're actually supposed to be different from the world. The world should actually see something in you that they don't have. You should walk with a certain level of holiness and righteousness and virtue. Everybody that knows me knows, you know, that I have certain standards and I live by these standards. And so I do function in corporate America, but they know that they're never going to hear me curse. They never have. They don't see me drinking. They don't see me sleeping on my wife uh sleeping around they don't see no they're not i'm not going to do those things why because there's a certain standard and, and, and these standards don't change because technology is changing. No, I mean, God has called you to be different. God has called you to walk upright before him. God has called you to be a conduit of love and, and light and right, virtue. And so, so there's a certain level of personal holiness. Put in the chat, I live with personal holiness that is much needed in this generation. That, that people need to see people within their sphere of influence that are walking out the word of God, that, I, that whose audio matches their video. God has graced me to be in a certain sphere of influence to where I'm able to minister to CEOs and janitors, generals and privates, you know what I'm saying? black, white, Hispanic, Asian. I I, I deal with Catholic, Baptist, Presbyterian, Anglican, holiness, Church of God, Church of Christ, Church of God in Christ. You know, I I deal with all kinds of people and and God has graced me, but there's a certain grace on my life and I embrace it. There's a certain grace on your life and you need to embrace it. God wants us to impact whatever sphere of influence you are in. Maybe you're a teacher, you're in education. That's a sphere that God wants to impact. He wants to impact it through you. Maybe you're in media, right? God wants to impact it and he wants to impact it through you. Maybe you're in entertainment. God wants to impact it. He wants to impact it through you. Maybe you're in sales and in business. God, listen, there are people in those spheres of influence. You're in government and God is raising you up for such a time as this. Say, put in the chat, say, this is my season and this is my time. You have a grace for this generation. And this includes navigating digital spaces, uh, the metaverse, like like uh, there's, a, there's a, uh, 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 an organization that created a metaverse, And inside of that metaverse, they're putting today's word. And so people that go inside of that metaverse, they're watching today's word. So now today's word is in the metaverse, right? So you want digital spaces. You want the discernment to be able to say, Lord, how do I navigate all of the changes that are happening in this world? And how do I impact the people within my sphere of influence? And how do I do it for you in the face of opposition? in the face of scrutiny, in the face of the fact that all of these things are being accepted today as norms that don't look like you, help me, Father, to know when I need to take a stand, when I need to be different, when I need to not adapt, when I need to not accept, where people need to actually see something in me that is different, and how do I use these platforms, and how do you, how do I use my personal platform to make an eternal impact? Why? Because... I was born for such a time as this. This is my Kairos moment. So, in closing, this generation and this era is facing unprecedented challenges, but also unprecedented opportunities. And we can share the love of God with them. The kingdom of God can still advance, but we need a divine strategy. So, what we want to do is just seek God concerning how do I become light and salt in this world? How do I make an impact? for your glory. And how do I do it in such a way to where when people come in contact with me, they're coming in contact with Jesus? Why? Because I know that I was born for this season and this particular time. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Man, this was good. This was good. I want you to close this out. I want you to lift up your voice and declare this. Say, Father, I am living a life with laser focus on the fixed purpose that you have for me. In your sovereign wisdom, you chose me for this era with a purpose that only I can fulfill. So I'm not here by accident. It's part of your divine design. I embrace the fact that you knew me and you chose me and you planned a purpose for my life from the foundations of the world. So my heart is open My spirit is willing and I'm ready to receive. I embrace the grace to be who you've called me to be. And I commit to seizing these Kairos moments, knowing that there is eternal weight and eternal significance with everything I do in those moments. I set aside every distraction, I fix my focus, I become a beacon of your love. I impact my sphere of influence. And I'm honored, Father, that I'm part of your eternal plan. Greater is coming for me because I was born for such a time as this. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, this is today's word. Tomorrow I'm going to have another one. So please apply it and Prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org. You're not getting my notes. Why would you not get my notes? Come on. These notes are really valuable and you're going to get them for free. So go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. I love you. God loves you more. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you, and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Have an amazing day. Greater is coming for you. God bless you.